want to all rise to our feet. We have come to the most important part of the service. Are you ready for the word? Amen. Why don't we give a clapping ovation to my father, your pastor, Pastor Chris. Praise the Lord. You may all be seated. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Good morning to all of you and welcome to the house of God. Are you happy to be here this morning? We have decided in our hearts and in our minds that we really want to continue inviting people to BMI um, even in this time because we've been um, abnormal since my March sorry and uh, we don't know how long it will still be that we can only meet like this so we, we don't want to stop the the opportunity to invite people that has not been to our church before. So there will definitely be a few changes that we will bring to what we are doing. And uh, it might mean that you might miss one or two services, but it helps us then also to continue to do gospel work and reach out to others who don't know Christ. Amen. Some of you have had the opportunity to sit here and listen to myself and Pastor Charlie, Pastor Robin and the other pastors for a long time and continue to try and come because it is, it is uh, scriptural that we do not neglect the gathering of the saints but we do want to continue our evangelism so we are encouraging you to also invite people that... Uh, has not been to BMI to come and visit. And if it's at all possible, if you do that, you will be privileged to get a seat with that people. Do you understand? We won't let you bring people and not be here with them. We will let you. Then we will kindly ask those who regularly listen. We'll have another plan. We always have a plan. Amen. That uh, you can still tune in as we're now doing via Facebook. Or we'll have a little center where you can gather and watch it on big, big screen so that we are not more than 50 in this venue. You all understand me. Glory to God. At the same time, I greet all those tuning in live um, on Facebook. You are so welcome to our morning service here at BMI. We thank God for the radio. I'm so happy about this. Pastor Osei from our mother and brands phoned me and informed me about it. And because I don't really have the energy and the time to school myself on this technology, I asked Pastor Charlie to do it for us. And he has so graciously managed to bring to you now the BMI radio. We want you all to get involved. It, it, it apparently takes very little data different to podcasts that you have to now tune in or Wi-Fi. It's very little data. It is really organized for a church like ours. And uh, it will improve vastly every week. New things will be on there. We have now added music. 
and a lot of my preaching, but we're also going to open slots for those who want to be radio presenters. This is your chance to have a little half an hour slot, all right? Whatever you want. If you, if you want to do a little talk show or you want to do punkster music, we come talk to us and we'll see. You must audition. Also, yes, we will praise and Somebody said you have a face for radio. Um, <laughs> so that's going to happen and then maybe a talk show where you can interview people. All these wonderful things are coming to a church near you. Receive it. Amen. Yes, we have a problem with only three services, 150 people. It's not half of our population. And so I'm really asking God for wisdom what to do. One of the other things you can do is to come here on a Thursday and a, and a Tuesday while I'm leading prayers. We have very few who come for prayer, which is a common thing across the world. People don't generally pray. Very few Christians are spiritual. They are more carnal and fleshly. But if you have an opportunity, you can't come on a Sunday, then come if you can come from 12 till 3. And normally that first hour, there's a little bit of worship and a small teaching on prayer. So it is also one of the very good opportunities for you to come. Glory to the Lord. Amen. All right, let us read today. I am teaching or continuing the teaching on how you can be blessed. How you can be blessed. Welcome, Uncle George. We are glad to have you with us. I trust God is helping you through your difficult time. Amen. I'm not sure how birthdays and stuff are done, but if anybody had a birthday, happy birthday. Um, we need to also consider all of you. Amen. We are looking at what you must do to get a blessing. One of the things we want to make clear is that it's hard work to be blessed. Proverbs 10 verse 22. Proverbs 10 verse 22. The blessing of the Lord is maketh rich and it addeth no sorrow to it. Let me start off this morning by saying to you that not many people are blessed generally. Don't be mistaken to think that everybody is blessed. We commonly use words and say, Hey, brothers, is chaseen. Sister is chaseen, sister. You are blessed. But really, when the Bible talks about blessed people, you see people like Joseph, Jacob, and few individuals that are mentioned in the Bible. Giving me the idea that it, it's hard work to get a blessing. <laughs> That's why we are teaching in a theme called laboring to be blessed. You must work for the blessing. There's some things you must do to get the blessing. Are you listening to me? And because you fail to do some of these things, it's possibly why the blessing will skip over you and go to someone else. However, if you obey the commandments of God, the 
possibility is that the blessing will come to you. Amen. It's open for all of us. It's for you as well as for me. I believe I'm blessed. I believe I'm blessed because of the evidence that I see in my life, in my offspring, my family. I see it. I see it in the favor that God has bestowed upon my life. This morning I was saying that this church is an established church. Many people start churches, but it's not easy, especially the independent pastors. Not easy to start a church and to get a church staying for long. Are you listening? They start and then later you see, I, I know so many pastors that have given their churches over, said, then they leave and go into some other callings they say God has called them to. It's hard to pastor a church. So if you have established a church, it, it, it's, it, it must be the grace of God and the blessing of God. Are you with me? A well-established organization. Pastor Charlie was telling me of a pastor who's been having difficulty in coronavirus now. His wife also died. So we decided to just close the church and say, Ah, Amen. But God has blessed us for an established organization where you can come and enjoy the benefits and the blessings of it. Hallelujah. And you must, you must not take it lightly. You must not take it lightly. Why? Because you can see the evidence of the establishment. So you see, if you're not always sure, is the calling of God on someone, is the blessing of God on someone, it will often be seen in the establishment and the longevity. Hallelujah. Sister, I work, I work. We were here before you came. You'll probably be here when you're gone. When, when God establishes something, you see, when it, when it, it is from God, the disciples once came to Jesus and they were talking about this thing. He said, look, if it's from God. And even Jesus Christ and uh, they, the Pharisees had this argument and they said, look, if it's from God, it will stand. If it's not, it won't stand. So, los madidanga. Amen. But the blessing of the Lord, and I want to encourage you all to work and take this teaching so serious that you must look for the blessing of God. The curses and the, the, and the, and the pain and the torment of life is too much for us not to have the blessing. The only way we can escape some of the dangers that wait for us is to be marked out by God. To be a blessed person. There is a lot of poverty in the world. Ah, frustration in the world. Sadness in the world. But for us to escape all these things. We need to have God's blessing. We don't, we don't work for money and for riches. But riches is included in the blessing. Hallelujah. If anybody asks you if your pastor is a prosperity teacher then you say he's definitely not a poverty preacher. 
is your answer you must give. Okay, what are you going to say? Yeah. If they ask you, is he a prosperity teacher? You say, I'm not so sure, but I know he's not a poverty teacher. Do you get it? If somebody asks you, is your pastor a blessings teacher? You say, I'm not so sure, but I know he's not a curses teacher. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> teach. He doesn't want you to be cursed. Amen? It's strange how the enemy fights the things God wants to, to do for the children of God and to bless us. He, comes, he fights with such clever statements he wants to fight. It's like if you don't want to be blessed, then what do you want? Do you want to be cursed? How many of you would like to be cursed here? It's easy. I can speak a curse over you right now. Don't be afraid of curses because the Bible says a curse without a cause cannot stand. The people you must be afraid of is authority figures over above you. Authority figures. Anybody that has an authority over you, that person's curse is as great effect and power. Like your mother and your father. Are you with me? Like your pastor. Like any father figure in your life. Depending on your relationship with that person the blessing or the curse will have its in effect. But there is no one in the street that you have to say, he has no great power. But somebody that God has placed as an authority in your life, be careful if such a person then speaks a, uh, something damning to you. Those curses often work out. Hallelujah. Now, last week, I told you, I shared with you two things. Thank you, my sister. I shared with you two things that can help you if you want to be blessed. Let me get an indication. Is there anybody here that's not interested in the blessing? Because I think there's a few people waiting for a seat outside. <laughs> I'm teaching about how you can become blessed. Do you understand the message? So if you're not interested in that, then you don't have to stay. If you want to be cursed, there's another teaching that can come how to be cursed. This is about the blessing. Is there somebody that wants to be blessed by God? Maybe you don't know what it's like to be blessed. But if you are blessed, there's an avoidance of many dangers and sorrows and curses. Amen. And I think last week we opened up by explaining to you so kindly that you must labor for a blessing by keeping the commandments of God. And this is probably the most important of all the facts that I will give you. I don't want to stay on it because I've already mentioned it last week. If you, if you were not in this service, go and look down the podcast. The podcast, sorry, the Facebook Live, it, it stays there so you can go and find it. You must obey God. Zij moet God gehoorzaam man. Is al wat ik of jou hoef te sê. All that we're doing here is just obeying God. This teaching you is obeying God. It's in the word I must teach you. Putting up a church is God said put up. You must, you must build the church. Amen. Yeah. Teaching people it's, it's, it's the obedience to God. Everything. Specifically the blessing. It, 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 and it hinges on this thing, obedience to God. And all the other points I will give you, how you can become blessed. It hangt af, it's allemaal gekoppeld. As ik het vir jou so mag stel, het is gekoppeld aan die ding. Ze moet God gehoorzaam man. 
You see, Solomon, the great king, was the son of David. With the, he was the richest king who ever lived. Never was there someone like that before him. Never was there someone like that after him. He, at one stage, he, he looked through life in Ecclesiastes. He, he spoke about what works and what doesn't work and how some are blessed and some are cursed. And he looked at all these things. And then at the end of his book, he wrote something. He said, the conclusion of the whole matter. And I also came to that conclusion. The conclusion of the whole matter is that man must fear God and obey the commandments of God. Are you listening to me? You must fear God, then you will obey His commandments. And then everything else will work out for you. It's as simple as that. However, I mean, we are breaking it down for you in little chunks as pastors and teachers every day a little topic of loyalty, a little topic of blessings, a little topic of spiritual warfare. But it's all encapsulated in this one thing. Zij moet God gehoorzaam man. Wat in zijn woord zij moet hij gehoorzaam. Everything, every problem you, 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 you might bring to me is probably related to your disobedience. Every problem I experience in my life is probably related to my disobedience. Amen. Or the people in my life who is disobedient to God, it also affects me. Are you with me? Your people that you're connected to because we're not islands. Every man is connected to people. Their obedience or disobedience also affects you. That's why ze moet probeer die Heere dien met jou familie. As jy met my. Ek en my huis, ons sal die Heere dien. Aha, because if you're doing the right thing and there's another heathen living with you, it becomes rather difficult. Because you're obeying God, but the sins of the person living with you affects you. If you didn't know this, this your, your sin affects the people connected to you. My sikkie, your son, your skelmgeit, it's got your maas hart seema. Young man, the things you do that's displeasing to God, it's going to affect your parents and it's going to affect everybody else connected to you. Be sure your sin affects others. Ah! And sin lies at your door. Its desire is to have you, to rule over you, but you must rule over it. Glory to God. And the Holy Spirit is given as a helper. Is there somebody that can say amen? Listen, you're not supposed to be in this service, this people. You must come for half past ten, or half past eight. The people in the, half past, sorry, half past eight or half past twelve service, isn't it? The people in the half past ten service is those that is working with me for the Facebook. People that say amen and people that are responding. No, you're not supposed to be in the service. Yeah. You must be in the latest service that's not on TV and the other earlier one is also not on TV. Amen. Obey the commandments of the law. A blessed man feareth God. I will not die punt afloop want you will skryf om nou and you will say you will hit the punt but you will say you will you will are you 
God sê, maak so, hy gaan nie kom sien, sy doen jou eie ding. Vies jy, ek vraag jou man, vies jy. God sê vir jou, wat jou liewe lekker gaan maak, makkelijk kan maak. I know it's the, the, the sin that easily ensnares you. That's your problem. It's my problem. The problem of man is the sin the sin of this world. So the first key for obedience is to come to Jesus and say, Lord, come live inside of my heart. Wash me with the blood. Now I will follow your commandments. Amen? I will obey you. I will fear you. And then, number two, I I have to rush. I, I can really stay on that subject for a long time, keeping the commandments of God. But... We will continue and uh, we said the second one was to tithe, to give your tithe. It also, it's another way to be blessed. How you can be blessed? You must tithe. Tithe. Listen to last week's sermon. Today, number three, you must labor to, to get blessed by God. And we say labor because it's hard work. Ze kan nie sitte niks doen en geseen raak. Verstaan nie? Ze moet iets doen om geseen te raak. Amen. En, en jylle sal het nogal makkelijker op my maak as jylle geseen is. Of ek is so te sikkel met jylle nie. Verstaan jylle, hoekom ek so hard breek? En jylle maak het so af my man. Want jylle het jylle probleme uitsoort, want jylle is geseen nie. Maar jylle terugsteen na jylle ook kijk het wat jylle gesegen kan word. Gesegen. And what I'm saying is true. It sounds crude. My preaching often sounds crude because it's the truth. You will not be a you will not be a hindrance to me if you are a blessing, isn't it? Your 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 problems weigh you down because there's no blessing to erase to erase and take you out of the problem. A blessed person is taken out of his problems. You swakri, you sekelara, sekelar. Hoekom moet dit dan so met jou gaan? Sy wil nie geseen wees nie man. Ons sê vir jou geel tiendes en sy sal geseen wees. You consciously don't obey God. But you want to be blessed. Ook kan sê, heel pastor bid vir my verwek, pastor soek brood, pastor soek jam. Ons het dan vir jou gesê, God het dan gesê wat sy moet doen man. Sy wil aan die hoor he. Nou moet ek nou een ander makkadjave aanmaak vir jou. Ek moet nou een ander ding vir jou uitwek. God het jou dan klaar gesê. You see why I'm coming back to point one. I can't leave point one. You must obey God man. 
En die ou daar, die ou mense, die kinderse oor is so getrek, sê, wil jy luister nie? Vanochtend voel ek so geestelik, ek voel ek wil jy oor draai, geestelik nie, geestelik. Facebook, don't misunderstand me. I'm talking about spiritually, I want to turn the ears of certain people. You know, if sometimes if a pastor must feel like this, how must God feel? Hoeveel God die wil jou? Ek het dan vir jou gesê, man. As jy die doen, gaat jy gesê. Wil jy nie geseen wees, nie? As het te lekker om te zone. As het te lekker. Pas die dampus het gesê, praat van bekeringe, hou die mens hulle hulle dom. Praat van hoera, weet hulle wat sy van praat. Onmiddellik. Praat van zone, dat weet hulle waar wat sy van. You know, we prayed here on, uh, I told my wife, we prayed, it was a Tuesday or Thursday, we prayed, we had the teaching that you can pray about anything. So we went through some of the list of things and we came across sex, our sexual life. We started praying for it. And then we saw that the Bible is full of uh, illustrations and warnings about our sexual life. The word adultery, the word fornication, the word lust is in the Bible. It's in the what? Constant struggles. Hypocritical people, pretensive people will not want to touch these topics. But it's in the Bible. In the what? So pray about it. There will be less fornication. Minder hoer. Minder fornication. It's a sickness amongst us. We can't even touch it. We want to be so pretensive in the church. As it of we gebeurie. It's more common than uncommon. Pray about your sexual life was our topic. Pray about it. God save us. From this world of sin and snare and temptation. Deliver us from evil. Oh, you're not coming to pray. So you see, that thing will even, it, 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 its desire is to rule you. Uh-huh. You see, oh, a sin, the God said to Cain, 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 sin lieth at your door. Its desire is for you. Its desire is to rule you. But you must rule over it. You can't rule over it with a carnal mindset. You can't rule over sin with a fleshly mindset. You need power. Holy Ghost power. Power in prayer. Power in fasting. Power. Hallelujah. Then you can rule over it. Praise God. So tithing. Number three is serving God. Let me read to you Exodus 23, 25. You see, you'll be blessed if you serve God. Now many of you come to church, this is not serving God at all. It's coming for a wonder, you're coming to receive something. When you serve, it's when you do something for God. Amen? Many of you are coming to just get something again. Hey! You're not South Africans. Alles for nothing. 
Exodus 23, 25. Are you, do you have Bibles? Now look, I even told you so many times, get a Bible. Say, even you worry. Say, even you worry. As it's what I'm at you, I'm going to say, even you worry. I was a thing that I said, good to us clean. But it's not good to us. Say, even you worry. Ek het jou gesê, hoeveel keer het ek jou gesê, kry jou bybel na? Dan as het pastor lees, dan merk jy het. Hoekom kom sit sy Jesus op pop in die kek? Ja, maar Facebook, sluit my gaan af. Sy kom net foto's wat in die tuin, maar sy kom nie met die bybel in toe nie. Die is jy een plek vir, vir, wees jou mooi kleren nie. Sy kan my liefeste met die swilkos kop, as sy jou brainkeppie oplaat, ek jy sê nie. Maar, daar komt hij met de Bijbel om Gods woord niet te leren. That's the purpose of a church. We, we, we lost it, man. We think it's about dressing up and coming for a good time and seeing one another. I'm teaching you the word of God. Come on, huh? Exodus 23, 25. Grow in the knowledge of God, you see. Know the word that I'm reading to you. So when you go home, you say, hey, I mark this pastor preach this on Sunday. Yeah. You shall serve the Lord your God and He shall bless. Say bless. Now everybody say bless. You shall serve and He shall bless. No wonder I'm blessed. No wonder those who serve God are blessed because it is in the Word. You shall serve the Lord. You shall bless thy bread and thy water and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Glory to God. Glory to God. They shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. Listen, you love by a slim division. I know you're slim, no? But you love by a slim division. Umgesien division. They must not do what the Lord says. Now say ye, they must not do. Serve Him. Like do a service to God. Are you with me? Do iets for the Heere. That's not a manier. It's another way of receiving the blessing. Tithing was my second key. Obeying God was my first key. Now we are touching on serving God. I'm doing something for God. I'm not just a good church attender trying to show off my new clothes that I still owe Edgar's. No. I'm coming to do something for God. So the question really you must ask yourself is what do you do for God? What, what, what is your, if I ask you what is your roles in the church and you, are, and you struggle to find it I'm helping you now how you can get blessed. You see I'm actually, I'm actually giving you the keys for blessing. Start to serve God. Start to do something for God. He said I will bless your bread and your water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Glory to the Lord. It's powerful, isn't it? Look at Job chapter 36 verse 11. Job 36 verse 11. The Bible says, If they obey and serve Him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. If they obey and serve, obey and serve, obey and serve. Obey and serve. Obey and serve. 
prosperity and pleasure. Now this is years in pleasure, not five minutes of pleasure. You also get small pleasures, but it always leads to danger at the end. But years in pleasure is years in pleasure. How many of you know God's word is true? How many of you know that these things I'm reading, it happens? Maybe you didn't experience it. I am. I'm, I, I, I am experiencing many of these things I'm teaching to you. I would not want to teach to you and I am not. It's not happening. It's happening to me. I'm experiencing the blessing of the Lord. Amen. And I'm not, I'm not shy to say. I was, I was at first apprehensive to say this because I thought that you might not understand. But to think of the I can also worry what you think. As you don't even hear the words of me, I can also not even hear you say it's going to be good with me, but it's going to be good with me. I'm blessed. Oh, I'm blessed. I'm even better than blessed. Glory to God. I, I, I'm still serving, I'm still working, and working is hard work. Working here on the site, building, yes, but it's my service. And in that, God is blessing me. Oh, I feel so blessed. You can also be blessed, my children. Don't you want to be blessed, my children? If you obey and serve, your days in prosperity. I'm, I'm not a, is your pastor prosperity teacher? not sure but it's definitely not a poverty preacher because they again prosperity eh? our church is not against prosperity we might not make it our main thrust but we will believe that you will prosper in other words we don't lose focus of God and just chase after riches we do not labor for riches we labor for the blessing and in the blessing, prosperity is included. It's not like we don't have this mind we want to be prosperous. We want to serve God but by serving, we suddenly see that, wow, He's adding things to our lives that we needed. Are you listening? And pleasures. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You can labor to become blessed by serving the Lord. It's a great blessing to those who serve Him. Malachi 3.18 says that you will return and see those who serve the Lord and those who served Him not. Now if this scripture is true, Malachi 3.18, then anybody who is testing the scripture must look and say you serve the Lord you know others who maybe started with you they stopped serving the Lord are you blessed and they are not blessed because you need to I'm testing the scripture does the scripture come to its fruition then I will say it's true you see the difference between them who serve the Lord and them who serve Him not Amen Alright, let the gas mark, let the gas, let the gallon of so a pahoot is Amen. Glory to God. 
We had some boys who, who worked the other day and I wanted to pay one of them. He said, no, don't pay me. I've now learned that I mustn't work for the money. I want to work for the blessing. Amen. I said, no, but I can. He says, I know you can, but I rather want the blessing than the riches. Wow. I said, you are blessed. You have received it. Hallelujah. And it's hard work to serve God. It's not little work. You can ask the people who work with me, it's hard work. The only rest they get if I, is when I'm not around. But like when I'm here, I, I find that there's no time to waste. Even there's no lunch breaks, no breaks. You break when I'm not here. Whilst I'm here, we are working. Are you with me? It's my wife that must sometimes try to say, take a break. Because the Bible told me I must work while it is day. The night will come when no man can work. People die every day. You, you don't know if you'll have another day tomorrow. So let's work today while it is day. Let's serve the Lord. Let's do for Him what is possible. Amen. Hallelujah. And God will bless your bread. He will bless your water. Number four. If you serve the Lord, well, if you labor for a blessing, you can also get blessed by supporting the preaching of the gospel. I'm giving you many ways how you can get blessed. Obey God's commandments. Bring your tithe. Serve the Lord in the house of the Lord. And now, number four, support the gospel. There's a blessing in it. Philippians 4.15 I'm going to read you the scripture and I want you, you see now, you do, some of you don't have Bibles. You young girls, you must get Bibles, okay? It's the last warning. I must make it a rule. You cannot come to the half past 10 service without the Bible. Then, then give your seat up. I'm serious. Which means you don't listen to me. So I don't know why you're coming here. You must be looking for a girlfriend or a boyfriend. You mustn't worry about even that. that. That I can organize for you. I'm now connecting certain couples in the church. It's called Sepadoria Linkaging. So don't worry about those things. But worry about the Bible. The Bible. Bring the Bible. This is an important scripture because we often use it out of context. You see? We, we want to claim the scripture for God's blessing, but we don't support the gospel. And I'm not saying we, but I'm saying in generally, a lot of people want to say, the blessing of the Lord, the blessing of the... But the bless... Hey, 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 hey. It's for the people that for the work of the Lord has given. Not for you. Look at how nice. Philippians. In the beginning of the gospel, when I departed to Macedonia, no church gave me. Let's put it in the NLT, then you see how nice it reads. He said, he said, you were the only ones who gave me financial help when I first brought you the good news and traveled from Macedonia. No other church, no other church did this. Go on to the other verses. Even when I was in Thessalonica, you also gave more money. Now he goes on. I don't say this because I want a gift from you. Rather, I want you to receive a reward for your kindness. 
Are you listening? So giving to God's work is not so much giving for the pastor's blessing. It's for your blessing. Yes, go on to the next verse. At the moment I have all I need, I even have more. Amen. Amen. I am generously supplied with the gifts you have sent with Epaphroditus. They are a sweet-smelling sacrifice that is acceptable and pleasing to God. Now look at verse 19. And the same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from His glorious riches which has been given to us in Christ Jesus. Now listen friends, this beautiful scripture is something we have heard before and we've often quoted. Is it right? My God shall supply all my needs according to His riches in glory. Have you heard it before? Have you heard it before? My God shall supply all my... Listen, it's not for you who do not support the gospel. It's for the people who gave to Paul who went to preach the gospel. They didn't give once, they gave more than once. Teaching us now, clearly now, that supporting the gospel, supporting the man of God, supporting the church, is one of the ways that you can be blessed. So when we say offering time, offering, sow your seeds, don't be stingy and hide what you have. It's better than, the, the blessing is better than the 10 rand in your pocket. The blessing is more than that. Because more tenderness can come to you quickly. Because then God is now supplying. There are many needs in the world. I'm sure you have a need. If I ask you, do you have a need for this, for that? Many people here have different needs. Some have a need for, a, for stuff in the house. Some have a need for a boyfriend. Some have a need for a husband. Some have a need for a car. Some have a need. Oh, we have many needs. All of us have needs. But the Bible so nicely says, God will supply all your needs. Hallelujah. For who's this promise? For them who support the gospel. Amen. And I see you being one of those supporters of the gospel. That's why God is also going to supply all your needs according to His riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Number five. Another way to get blessed, I'm teaching on how you can become blessed. You must remember the poor. Amen. Remember the poor. There's a beautiful passage in Matthew where Jesus said, one day, Matthew 25, 31, he says, when the sun comes in his glory, he will sit on the throne. And all the nations will be gathered and He will separate them one from another as a shepherd divided the sheep from the goats. In heaven, I'm telling you, there's going to be some separation. Oh. The sheep on the right and the goats on the left. And those on the right, which are the sheep, he says, come, you are blessed by my, of my Father. You are, he says, come, you blessed of my Father. Why are you blessed of my Father? Because 
When I was hungry, you gave me meat. When I was thirsty, you gave me a drink. When I was a stranger, you took me in. When I was naked, you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came unto me. But the people will say, Lord, when did this happen? We, do, we, we never saw you in prison. He said, no, but when you did it to the, to the least of my brothers, you did it to me. So one of the great ways to receive blessing is to give something to the poor, whether it's food or clothes, visiting people in prison. Have you ever visited anyone in prison before? I'm sure many of you will not be able to agree, say yes or no. Number two, have you given something to the, have you given some clothing to the poor in the last month? As you all are Het die onlangs vir iemand het sy gee kleere wat nie gehad het nie. Have you recently given uh, food to the poor? Alle klop mys nou baie aan ons deur is nou tyd om te gee. He who gives he, he who gives to the poor he lends to God. This Jesus is giving the parable how there will be a separation to those who looked after the poor and those who, the goats in can, sheep in can. May it always be in your heart to take care of the poor. Notwithstanding all the other things that I've mentioned here. Giving your tithes. Don't take your tithes and go give to the poor. Your tithes must come to the house of God. Don't misunderstand what I'm teaching. Obey God. Bring your tithes. Give to the poor. Amen. Serve in the house of God. Hallelujah. You must do all these things. And then my God shall supply all your needs according to His riches in glory. Isn't it wonderful? And the blessing is far more valuable than money. Hallelujah. You must care for the poor. Amen. Number six, and we are almost getting to the end. Amen. Another way you can get blessed is by sowing seeds. 2 Corinthians 9, 7. Sowing seeds. Sowing seeds. Sowing seeds. You must decide in your heart how much to give and don't give reluctantly. Or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. Keep going. Verse 9. And, uh, and God will generously provide all your need. Then you will always have everything you need. And plenty left over to share with others. This is sowing and reaping. Amen. Giving to the church a seed. The scripture says they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered. Up to verse 11, go to verse 10. For God is the one who provides seed to the farmer and then bread to eat. It is the same way He will provide an increase 
your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Hallelujah. And verse 11, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when we take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank you. Thank God. Do you, do you see now that if you sow a seed, then you will be blessed. Amen. Become sowers. Become sowers of seeds. And we, we will all see that you are blessed. Many seeds are seen. Play net still. Ons wil sien wat jy gesien het. Ons kan ook sien as ons die offering bak omstie, of jy gesien is. En dat jy nie gee nie. If you sow sparing, let jy gee min, dan gaat jy min kree. Dis is die bybel. Moe nie kwaad raak vir my. Raak kwaad vir die, vir die Heere wat die bybel geskryf. As jy, as jy min gee, gaat jy min terugkree. As jy baie gee, gaat jy baie terugkree. You sow sparingly, will reap sparingly. Do you understand? God loves a cheerful giver. Don't, don't, give, don't give with a grumpy mouth. Sowing seeds. Number seven. And maybe I must end with this. You can labor for a blessing by honoring your prophet. And we had a founder's day. So you had a chance to honor your prophet. But if I must let you stand in this church, then not less than half of you honor the prophet. But you want to come and hear my nice sermon. I don't even want to just come see how I look on a Sunday morning. I know you like me. Everybody loves Chris. But it's not what I want you to do. I want you to receive my teaching and do it. Not my teaching, the word of God. Do it. Do you see? Honor your prophet. Why did I teach you to honor your prophet? So that you can receive blessings. Now, is it in the Bible, pastor? Or is this the rich making money tactic that the pastors use? Let me read you the Bible. If you please. If you don't mind. And if you do mind. then just never mind. Galatians 6 verse 6. Let him that is taught in the word, King James Version, communicate unto him that teaches in all. No, no, no. NLT. Let the can verstaan. Those who are taught the word of God should provide for the teachers. Eh? Sharing all good things with them. Seven. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Beautiful. Go on. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. Verse 9. So let's not get tired of doing what is good and just the right time. We will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Verse 10. Whenever we have the opportunity, 
God has blessed me to found this church. I'm the founder. Do you get it? The day that I'm gone, there will be other leaders that will lead this church. But there will never again be a founder's day. There might be just to remember, show old pictures of me, but you can't bring anything to me. I'm gone. So it says, when you have the opportunity, we should do good. You listening? And that's why I know many people sit and listen to me, but they do not do what I say. We didn't ask for bring big money. Whatever you, whatever you can. It's, it's, I just want to see if you obey the commandment to honor the prophet, because it is something that will benefit you. No more to admit your shackle, your smart, your verdriet. Jou klaagstories, jou alle goed. Wat sê, sê sat, sê Conan gesien gewies het. Ek het jou dan die sleutels gegee. I gave you the keys. What, what to do to be blessed. And you refuse to do it. Now you want me to make magic for you with supernatural prayers. Abracadabra, simsalabim. But you don't want to do what God's word tells you to do, man. When you have the opportunity... Do good, especially to the pastor. Those of the family of God. Amen. The great story in the Bible of Elijah. There were two wonderful prophets in the Old Testament in the book of Kings, 1 Kings, 2 Kings. Elijah and Elisha. When I was at Sunday school, my teacher taught me this. It stuck forever with me. These two great men. But in 1 Kings, there's a story of Elijah, a woman who, who saw the prophet and she, she told her husband, let's extend our house so that when this guy passes, he can live in this room. Wow, for the prophet. She built an extension to the prophet, for the prophet. Second Kings 4 verse 9. She said to her husband, I perceive this is a man of God which passes by us always. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall and let us sit him there, a bed, a table, and a stool. Wow, and a candlestick. And it shall be when he cometh to us, he shall turn in tether. NLT, let us go for the NLT. I read it again Are you still here? She said to her husband, I am sure this man who stops from time to time is a holy man of God. Keep going. Let's build a small room for him on the roof and furnish it with a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp. Aren't you glad BMI teaches you to do, to honor your pastor and to uh, reverence and to admire? It's here, it's here. We get it from here, nowhere else. It's here. Furnished with a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp. There you will have a place to stay whenever he comes by. Just go on with the scripture. I'm going to show you something. One day Elijah returned from Shunem and he went to the upper room to rest. And then go on. He said to the servant guys, he tell the woman, Shunam, I want to speak to her. Now when she appeared, Elisha said to Gazi, tell her, we appreciate the kind concern you have shown us. What can we do for you? Wow. The honor shown to the prophet was returned by a question. What can we do for you? Oh my God. Now this woman was rich she had many things but one thing she never had she couldn't have she couldn't bring forth she was barren 
That must be natural, scientific, biological. And she could not have children. But the man of God asked the question. I'm preaching about the blessing. What can make you bless? Honor the prophet in your life. She honored him by building him a room, giving him a bed, a lamp and a table. He called her and said, Kaasi said, she's got everything. She said, no man of God, I've got everything. Let's read it. What can we do for you? Can we put a good word for you to the king or to the commander of the army? No, 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 she replied. My family takes good care of me, right? Later, Elisha asked Gahasi then, what can we do for her? And I said, so mooi gejaald, man, ons wil iets vir haar doen. She doesn't have a son. And her husband is an old man. And she out is a maxi swakenis. Lot let us lose my. She can eat liquor. She can eat can eat can eat. He said, call her back again. Elisha told him when the woman returned, Elisha said to her as he stood in the doorway, Lister, for 16 years. Next year, this time, you will be holding a son in your arms. No, my Lord, she cried. No, my Lord, O man of God, don't deceive me and get my hopes up high. Oh, my God. And as the word of the Lord continues, she actually got, she gave birth to a son exactly as the man of God said. So if you obey the teachings we share with you, honor the prophet. Honor your pastor. Don't let people tell you that pastors are taking money from you. Pastors will always be seen as thieves. You on Facebook, listen to me. Pastors are always seen as thieves because Jesus was also crucified between thieves. He was not a thief, but he was seen as a thief. That's why he died the death of a thief. It's no problem to see the the world sees pastors as thieves. No problem. You should not be like the world. You must understand what we are teaching you. That as you give to the prophet, God's question to you is, what is there that we can do for you? Hallelujah. The prophet doesn't have need, really doesn't. God supplies by ravens, by water from a rock. So many ways you have the need. That's why the first prophet, this one was Elisha. The one before him was Elijah. He also went to this widow that was gathering sticks. Uh, and God said, go, there's a widow there. She, 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 I know this widow is struggling. I will send you as a connection for her blessing. Glory to God. Don't stop giving to the man of God. And you'll be blessed. The last one is you can labor for a, a blessing from the priest or the pastor. The pastor's were told to speak a blessing in number six, and the blessing goes like this: The Lord bless you. The Lord, the the, the, the Lord said to uh, Moses, "Tell Aaron, this is how they must bless the people. How can you bless? How can you be blessed? The pastor will say things over you. Say to them, the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you. Numbers chapter six, uh, Numbers chapter six, verse twenty-two." 
the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you, be gracious to you. Lift up his countenance to you and give you peace. And I shall put my name upon them and I will bless them. So the priests and the pastors have a blessing that you must get from them. Amen. It's, it's, our, it's not money given. It's not a thing. It's just words, words. This is how you will bless them. Say to them. Say. Everybody say, say. Yeah, you will speak it over them and they shall be blessed. So whenever your pastor says good words over you, receive it as a blessing. Hallelujah. And you can wage a good warfare by the prophecy over you. Glory to God. In Genesis 14, 18, we'll see Melchizedek, the king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine and he blessed him. He blessed Abram. You see, he's a priest. The priest says, how did he bless Abram? He blessed Abram of the Most High God. He said, he said, everybody say said. Uh, he didn't give Abram any. Abram gave him a tithe. But he blessed Abram. What did he give back? He only said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High God, which has delivered thine enemies unto thy hand. And Abram gave him a tithe of all. Glory to God. May good words be spoken over your life. The men say, Hij is een gezinde vrouw. Ons weet niet hoe kom je, maar hij vrouw is gezin. Als die mensen niet kost en die en die en die en die maar daar niet, zal hij altijd kost en je kastjes. Je kasten zal nooit leeg lopen. Why? Because of the blessing of God. When danger is all around, God will take you out because of the blessing of God. Hallelujah. And the final, final one is that you must labor for a blessing in your prayer time. Hallelujah. You know that you can pray for a blessing. The Bible says in Genesis 32, 24, Jacob was left alone and he wrestled there with an angel till the breaking of day. Until the angel kicked him in his hip and he was lame in the joint. And he said, I will not let you go. Until you bless me. And he said, what's your name? He said, my name is Jacob. Genesis 32, 24 to 28. And he said, your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel. For as a princess, thou power with God and with man. And you have prevailed. He struggled with the angel till the morning, till the breaking of day. Elke keer as ek by jou pin kom, sê ek, Heere, ek wil nou een lekker pin sê. Priklet, ek wil hulle skelle, man. Was nou? But now I hear from this one that you can, you can, uh, you can get a blessing by wrestling with God in prayer. Do you see? By spending long hours. The Bible says, He wrestled with Him throughout the night. Till the breaking of the day in the night tot die soon opkom het hy ge, het geworstel met die engel and the angel touched his hip he said I will not let you go until you bless me 
And we've decided as a prayer group, we have few here. We said, look, we're coming to God every Tuesday and every Thursday. It's almost like sometimes we say the same things over to God, but because we've learned from the parable uh, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. And the Bible says, Jesus told them then this parable that men ought always to pray and not to faint, that the woman came to the judge with her persistence. Avenge me of my adversity. And the constant struggling prayer, struggling prayer, till when? Till the breaking of the day. And the angel blessed him because he would not let him go until he blessed him. And that's why I'm praying. I'm praying. Not one, not, not 30 minutes. Not 10 minutes, not 5 minutes. One hour, two hours, three hours. Wrestling, wrestling till the breaking of the day. Jai say, Ek wil ook gesien wees. Jai wil dan nie as 5 minute kom. Maar jai soek a blessing. How long has it been since you wrestled with God in the night? Okay, you can't come, you're working. No, no problem. I'm sure then you have your own time but you are wrestling with God in the night, is it? Is it? Or are you? Many of you snore, but you don't know because you are sleeping. So the person next to you will tell you how ugly you're snoring. They sleep so deep that they never can stand. Ramaphosa said, "All companies are open from tomorrow." So mensen squat, want hulle het lekker laat geslaap onder die warme kombese. Hulle wil nie terug weg toe gaan. Ons praat nog nie van bitty, ons praat net van weg toe gaan. Look, I've given you nine ways how you can get blessed. Now, I leave it to you. I ask you the question, Elisha asked Kahasi, ask the woman, what else is there that we can do for?